The following program contains elements of programming that are previously recorded and may appear as live. Welcome to Hope Reigns, a show brought to you by 8 Days of Hope, where we share God-sized stories from the mission field all around the country. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Tiber and Mike Fiella. Well, welcome back to another edition of Hope Reigns, a broadcast of 8 Days of Hope. Thank you so much for joining us. My name is Steve Tiber. I uh, happen to be the president and founder of a ministry called 8 Days of Hope, but don't be impressed by those titles. Uh, literally 180 volunteer leaders really allow 8 Days of Hope to love and serve those in need. This week we're in Kentucky helping out families from the recent flooding. We've been there for multiple weeks. We'll talk about that in just a little bit more. But before we move any much further down the road, I want to introduce Mr. Mike Fiella. Mr. Mike, how are you? Good morning, President and CEO. i got to say yeah, that yeah, because... President CEO. <laughs> there, I, so... I should have I started with that. I don't know why I even did that, but okay, Well, no, no, no. It, you, you know, I know you're, you're, you're very humble with that, but, you know, this... How do I say this? You're raising up others, but you're setting an example and a tone for all of us well, that uh, is a good... Uh, well, you learn through, in the corporate world. You learn. So nice. And then you got Jesus in your life. Oh, and so yes. I know I'm not trying to t- turn the whole show to Steve, no, but no, no, yeah, no, there's, no, a, no. there's a lot that uh, God is using you, and I thank know you. we got a lot on our plate, a lot to talk about today. Yeah. Thanks for having me on the program once again today. <laughs> <laughs> Mike and I kind of hang out every Saturday morning. We try to share some God-sized stories from the mission field. You know, eight days of hope, we've been around for about 17 years now, yes. Mike. And actually, our anniversary, our 17th full year, will uh, commence in December of this year. We started after Katrina. Sure. We now have responded to about 66, 67 disasters wow. around the country with 50,000 volunteers, not all at one time, thank the Lord. Mm, yeah. Imagine feeding, I mean, the most we've ever fed was 4,600 volunteers in Houston after Harvey. And we're launching our mass feeding arm, uh, what, next month? Sure. Uh, eight. 8,000 meals a day? Yes, 8,000 meals a session. We're going to provide food through a local church when there's a disaster. Like last year, Mike, in Hurricane Ida, you know, many people know that uh, they they lost power, but they don't remember that they lost power for like 25 to 28 days, depending where you were living. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. So we travel the country, we do that. We also build safe places for those rescued from trafficking. So natural disasters, human disasters. 50,000 volunteers who love to use their hands. And guess Mm. what? Mm. You're invited. You're invited to come with us next time we go anywhere. It all starts by going to our website, 8daysofhope.com. It's free to volunteer with us. We don't charge you anything. We provide food and lodging. You're going to have a blast. And today, volunteers are in Chattanooga, Tennessee, building a facility for the Tim Tebow Foundation, Mike. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. It's called Her Story. Yeah. And it's a facility that will provide hope to children. Think about that. Children mm-hmm. rescued from trafficking. It's our 12th project of skilled volunteers only on this project, but it's been an amazing three weeks. They're about wrapping up. Well, while they're in Tennessee, Mike, as you know, hundreds of volunteers have been in Kentucky helping out families uh, with the flooding. So um, it has been a whirlwind the last 60 days. Isn't that incredible, though, to think that we could be in two and three places We've actually been in three places at one time, haven't we? Yeah, twice. And uh, yet the volunteer base is strong. The leadership is amazing, as you've Mm. mentioned. So, uh, you know, praise God for all those that have stepped up and said, I want to be a part of this and uh, helping serve people. I was thinking this morning, Mike, as as I was traveling in to record the show, and again, thank you for joining us, Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope, that in Kentucky, hundreds of volunteers have come, served, left, 
Some are still there today mm-hmm. on week number, what, three, going on four. We've been in Tennessee for three, four weeks. And I was thinking about this just coming into the studio. We have one staff member at those facilities. Oh, I mean, so it's volunteer-led. 180 volunteer leaders. Sometimes I think, Mike, we share that number. And think about this, Saints, as you're listening to this program. There's 180 people who've taken the time to travel on their own dime mm-hmm. on a minute's notice to lead volunteers to serve those in need. They represent 11, 12 different Christian denominations. They live from as far west as California to New Hampshire to Florida to Texas to Ohio, Wisconsin, and many states in between. Hmm. Only God could do that, Mike. So someone is listening, and, and let me ask you this question. Why would they do this? How do you answer that? I mean, except God. He puts something in. I think he puts it in, in all of our hearts, whether you know Christ or not. But let me say this. There's something in mankind, correct me if I'm wrong, we want to serve. We want to help. We see something broken. We want to try to, to fix it. And this is a great avenue to be able to do that. And something changes when you serve people, Mike. Yes. I don't know about you, but sometimes I can be pretty darn selfish. (laughs) But when you take the eyes off of yourself and your own challenges and your own wants and own needs, and you start serving people, and Mike, we've seen this. You've been on, gosh, I I was thinking the other day, you've been on probably a dozen or more Eight Days of Hope outreaches from the rebuild trips to some rapid response trips. I know that uh, you're going to be traveling down to Ohio when we start our our 13th safe house. It's a $5 million, $5.5 million project outside of Akron, Ohio. And again, if you're interested, maybe you're skilled with your hands, come join us. Email us at safehouse at 8daysofhope.com. There'll be a background check because we're building a safe house. And this will be the largest safe house in the Northeast for children rescued from trafficking. But back to your question, Mike. I think when we take our eyes off ourselves and we serve people, God puts things in perspective. Right, right. Absolutely. At the time that you're the most distraught or out there feeling all those selfish moments, my uh, somebody I said to me the other day, are you whining? What do you mean? Um, no, are you complaining? Are you well, I, I, I stopped and I said, yeah, maybe I am. And then you start, as, we just, as we're talking about, you start getting your focus mm. on something meeting some needs, serving some people, whether it's your next door neighbor or you're going to Travel to Laplace and sure. help them again. You know, do when, it. When was your first missions trip? 2008. And where'd you go? Uh, we were down in, um, oh, come on, come on, come on. No, just ever, ever. As oh, a, as, oh, well, you, you're you're a pastor for decades. What would, what, yeah, first missions trip ever. You know, I have to say, it was just like little community services. Okay. I've been offered to go overseas several times and and i wanted to do something in the u.s that's why when you know eight days ago came along i was on board all the way by your invitation but uh just little community projects it wasn't a major like you know save the money get in an airplane and go to overseas so you know mike my my first mission trip was eight days hope one in bay st louis wavell mississippi because i was the guy you know I i had a corporate leadership role and it was easier for me and and probably in my mindset you know i'm i'm not I'm not like a, I'm not prude where I've got to like stay at the Marriott, but, right. but sleeping on an air mattress in a room with 12 other people didn't really excite me. <laughs> so, so I thought, you know what, I'll just write a baby check or I'll send a, you know, a decent, you know, I'll bless somebody so they can go. And that's my way of supporting missions. Sure. But there's something Mike about leaving the comforts of your home yes. and serving with others. Mm-hmm. And so maybe today you're listening, you're driving down the roads in Georgia, upstate New York, Ohio. 
maybe you're over there in Kansas saying, you know what? I've never been on a missions trip. Mike, speak to that. Speak to those who've never been on a missions trip. And maybe God's tugging at their heart that their next step in their faith journey is taking that step of faith. And maybe it's not even with Atheist Hope, Mike. Maybe it's with uh, Samaritan's Purse, or maybe it's with Convoy of Hope or another ministry out there doing similar things to what we're doing. But speak to that. You know, I think there's there's always a little bit of emptiness or desire in, in our heart. Let's let's focus on the word a little emptiness, and that can only get filled by serving, by c- mm. getting out of your comfort zone, by committing, doing something for somebody else that has nothing to do with any benefit that you'll get. But that is you'll get the tremendous benefit mm. of the internal peace, uh, joy, and satisfaction that you did something for for someone else, especially when you get get on the grounds of what we've seen: houses just devast- you know oh leveled gosh. in Kentucky you know, right now, yeah, and trees just you know going through roofs and and people standing there just in tears. And you're a part of of the resolve. You're a part of the mm. help with that. There's something that happens inside of you. So I was looking at Facebook and looking at excuse me, I was. Um, scrolling through Facebook pictures of some of the saints who are serving in Kentucky, mm-hmm. Mike, this flood that came by, it, it, it killed 38 people. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and I think when you go on a missions trip, there's many trips, many disasters we've gone to that there's been no loss of life. And I was talking to one of the leaders the other day, just praying with him and trying to encourage him. And he said, Steve, you know, these, these outreaches are different because when a community loses loved ones, especially small communities, where everybody knows everybody. Yes. There just something happened to that community and Mike these volunteers, you know, we have these Tyvek white suits that they wear to go underneath houses that flooded mm-hmm. to pull out the insulation and get everything out so mold doesn't set in. Right. There is not a an an inch of white on that Tyvek suit when they come out. They're covered in mud. But man, seeing these pictures on Facebook with arms around each other, smiling from ear to ear, I'm like, have they not seen what they look like? But you know something, I bet, I guarantee you, Mike, they'll never forget doing that for somebody else. I I remember seeing them uh, on on several trips just come out of the basement, (laughs) all muddy mud on their faces, smiling and laughing like they're, would you have a mud war down there or something? But they're having fun and they're serving and they're, they're giving, but they're receiving. Amen. It's awesome. So we've been in Kentucky now going on uh, the end of the third week. Today's guest is going to be Kevin Rogers. He's the director of Big Creek Mission. And one of the challenges that we and other ministries had, this is such a rural part of eastern Kentucky that we all had a hard time finding a place to lodge. And this mission camp okay. just wrapped up their summer program with kids. Mm-hmm. And they said, come on, no charge. We've got 120 oh, beds. On, really? In fact, they, they they did something no one's ever done with us, Mike. Hmm. You know, 67 disasters. They said, you come, but we're going to make the food for you. Really? Yeah. We, we, we want our people to work in the kitchen. We want to serve you as you serve our community. And, it, you know, we wanted to say, no, thank you. And, you know, we appreciate it. We've got a feeding team. We'll do it because that's normal how we do it. Right. But they're like, they insisted. They're like, no, we want to serve you. And we're just like, oh, my and, gosh. And, and how many volunteers did we Hundreds, have? hundreds of volunteers. I, I think that we're going to end up with over 350, 400 people <laughs> that have served. So they've been serving meal after meal. Oh, man, They've amazing. been smiling. Now Kevin's got to be exhausted. Oh, sure. Him and his sure. team, they've got to. I mean, think about it. They're helping us serve the community, but don't you think Kevin and his friends and family, their homes were affected too? Absolutely. Absolutely. I remember reading the mission itself was okay, but this, everything around it, you know, yeah, was just, tough. yeah, very tough. 
maybe today you can't go on a missions trip because you have some business obligations or family obligations. Maybe you're caring for a loved one. Pray. Just say a simple prayer. Prayer, you know, it's 2022. Guess what, Mike? Prayer still works. Right? Come on, nothing's changed. It's the only thing that works. I'm telling you, brother. I'm telling you. My wife and I, there's a situation recently, a family matter, extended family member, and we're just, you know, we're in agreement. We're just going to be praying for God's mighty hand. Prayer Mm. works. And so pray. Pray for the volunteers who are serving. Pray for Kevin, who you'll be meeting in just a couple minutes. Pray for the families who lost loved ones. Yes. Volunteer. Come hang out with us. And again, I know it's last minute notice. We're about wrapping up in Kentucky, but maybe you can't, you know, very quickly change your plans. But go to our website, 8daysofhope.com, sign up for our email alerts, and we'll invite you whenever we go anywhere. Hmm. You'll get a free invite. Lastly, donate. Yeah. You know, Mike, we, we have spent about $18,000 the last three weeks just in fuel. Well, just in fuel now. Yeah. And you know us, Mike, we go, when the door opens, we don't raise, you know, it's not like we have to, we say, well, wait a minute, we're going to raise some money and then we'll get back to you. No, We go. We go, yeah. We go. And and so if you want to donate today, you can donate one of two ways. You can donate online at 8daysofhope.com. It's free. Uh, It's fast. It's Of course, it's it's fast. It's easy. It's Mm -hmm. safe. Donate online at 8daysofhope.com. The unique thing is when you donate to us, we have partners and they cover our, our fixed cost. And so those dollars will be spent on the bills and the families that we're serving in Kentucky. Sure. You can also mail a donation. It's P.O. Box 3208, P.O. Box 3208, Tupelo, Mississippi. That's T-U-P-E-L-O, Mississippi 38803. 8 com or P.O. Box 3208, Tupelo, Mississippi 38803. Very important. I'm glad every time you mention that, that all that money goes right to the front lines. 100% pass through. It's great. I love it. I love it. Hey, when we come back, though, we are going to be talking to a, a new friend of ours, Kevin Rogers. Kevin is the director of Big Creek Mission. They're in Kentucky, actually Bear Creek, Kentucky. There's, okay. there's a town called that, Mike. Bear Creek. You've probably never been through there. Not at all. <laughs> I can picture these bears running around in a creek. No, no, that's, <laughs> no. Not, that's not even um, It has been an amazing time serving families in need in Kentucky, but we're going to be talking to Kevin here in just a couple minutes and um, hear more about what God is doing uh, through the Volunteers of Eight Days of Hope and learn more about his camp as well. I want to remind you of a couple things coming up later this year. We're going to be kicking off a safe house, the largest facility in the Northeast in Ohio. And again, if you're skilled, if you're a handyman, handywoman, and you are gifted with your hands, um, we, we, we would love, we would love to uh, invite you. Just go to Safe House, uh, email safehouse at eightdaysofhope.com, safehouse at eight daysofhope.com. Hey, when we come back in a minute, we're going to be talking to Kevin Rogers. Thanks for joining us. My name's Steve, hanging out with Mike. You're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Eight Days of Hope exists to love and serve those in need. During the past 16 years, over 8,000 families have experienced the hope of Jesus following a natural disaster through the help of almost 45,000 volunteers. God has also given us the chance to build and renovate facilities to bring safety and healing to survivors of human trafficking. The Rapid Response Ministry has been busier than ever, with 44 deployments over the last 18 years. And then this year, we're excited to announce a brand new focus, mass feeding. When a disaster hits across the country, our mass feeding ministry will show up and serve those who have lost everything, families who are hungry and simply need a chance to enjoy a hot meal. The goal is simple 
to provide up to 8,000 meals every day for up to eight days for this community. It's free to volunteer with 8 Days of Hope. We provide the food and lodging. All you have to do is show up and be the hands and feet of Jesus. For more information about this growing ministry, please go to 8daysofhope.com. That's 8daysofhope.com. 8 Days of Hope is thankful for ministry partners like Provia, a manufacturer of residential exterior building products. Provia's mission is to serve by caring for details, and each employee strives to do that every day. Provia combines automation and human craftsmanship in creating their doors, windows, siding, stone, and metal roofing. More about Provia's mission and products can be found at Provia.com. That's P-R-O-V-I-A.com. Are you running around in circles with no place to go? Is there a person in the mirror you don't even know? Someone still sees who you are. Yeah. Were you the kid who was a dreamer? Now you don't believe. Are you the lock that got so broken? Now you lost the key. Someone still loves who you are. Welcome back to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Steve Tiber hanging out with Mike Fiella. Mike, as you know, the last three weeks we've been in Kentucky serving families in need, yes. and the flooding down there mm. was just catastrophic. I mean, this is a very rural and, and a yes. poor community, and, and I, I always – I don't like using that word, right, because it's like okay. a stigma. But this is an area that there's not a lot of um, opportunity – it's just it's it's a depressed area that that needs okay. love and needs support. Those volunteers have showed up and they have worked nonstop. Mike, you've seen some of the pictures. Well, some of the pictures and you know some of the comments that the volunteers have been saying. This community is resilient. They're they're they not are. giving up. They're they're we're gonna we're gonna get this done. And when I see the pictures of just leveled, everything's leveled in certain areas. Mm. And you're standing there and saying, I'm going to rebuild. I'm going to, I'm going to, and, but you know, that's the beautiful part of that community. Coupled with eight days of hope, it does bring that word to the surface, hope. There's hope. And they're going to rebuild and be stronger. And there's so much going on in America and around the world. And the news cycle now with instant news that we all get on our cell phones and our laptops. And, and right. you know, we <laughs> just and, you know, in, in a minute, something happens around the world. And 10 minutes later, you know, you're learning about it. No one's talking about the flood efforts in Kentucky. And the need is real. And it's going to be real for multiple years. This is sure. not a, oh, we'll clean up your property. Good luck. And, and you know, enjoy your new property. I mean, homes right. have to be rebuilt. Business have to restart, and I just pray that the church mm. does not forget about our friends in Kentucky. In fact, Mike, we wanted to bring our guest in this morning. This guy, he has been a godsend. Yes. Uh, you know, you and I, in our first segment, we were talking about one of the challenges for the Samaritan's Purse, the 80s of Hope, the Convoy of Hopes, is finding places where you can lodge volunteers. Volunteers want to serve, but you got to feed them, and you got to provide a safe place to lodge and showers. And so with that, I'm going to introduce Kevin Rogers. He's the director of Big Creek Mission. Kevin, thank you so much for joining Hope Reigns today. 
Well, Steve and Mike, thank you so much for allowing me to join you and uh, share about what the Lord's doing here in Southeast Kentucky. And you hit it right on the head, Kevin, what God is doing, not what a ministry is doing, not, not what an organization is doing. But, Kevin, God is moving through a very, very tough season in Kentucky. Why don't we um, talk a little bit first maybe about the flood? Uh, where were you? What did you see? What went through your mind those first 24, 48 hours? Just give the, the people around the country a little bit more glimpse of, of, of the flood and some of the damage that happened. Well, Steve, about uh, 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning on, uh, I think, July 28th, we were woken up by torrential downpours in our area. And our mission is located about 3 to 4 miles from where the worst flooding starts. Mm. And thankfully, uh, we were not affected as badly. We lost power. And for the first 12 to 16 hours, we weren't aware of the severity of the flooding Mm. just over the mountain range. We were just trying to recover power. We had 150 volunteers here already serving on mission. Okay. We were just trying to feed them and house them and get them out to their projects without power. Well, as news started trickling in, we found out that this was far more than just a heavy rain event. Wow. Uh, our direct area in our little valley was not heavily affected, except for power loss and a few downed trees. But just over the mountain range and in a, a wide swath of area over several counties, all these valleys, all these low spots were affected by this torrential downpour overnight. And the stories we have heard of families who were holding on the trees, whose oh. homes were literally oh, no. swept away, uh, landing on their cars. The, these floodwaters were extremely high because of the valleys and just the water flowing down these mountains, just creating, wreaking havoc and destruction all over the place. In an area that's already struggling, as you mentioned before, Southeast Kentucky has been struggling for many, many years. The joblessness is high. The lack of good jobs is high. The uh, illnesses and so many people are struggling. But as you said before, you hit the nail on the head. These people are resilient, and they always have been and they will recover. But we are so thankful that three weeks ago, uh, Ricky showed up at our gate asking mm. if we could use, or if we could work together to meet the needs here in Southeast Kentucky. And when your representative showed up, we knew this was a godsend. And we were thankful to be able to partner with you to meet so many of these needs here in Kentucky. Well, Kevin, let me first say, I, yes, I'm Steve's co-host, but I'm also on the board of directors. And as a board member, I just want to thank you. Thank you, yes. thank you, thank you for all of your servanthood and all your – I've been, you know, just looking over your website and some of your, your direction and, and just your heart. So thank you for opening up the doors, cooking food for everybody yes, and yes. Keeping, keeping this whole thing open. But uh, So what are, you, what are your first – came to my mind as you're sharing that – you're hearing this come in and all your power just out. What were your first steps to actually mobilize and, and move out in the com- community? What did that look like? A lot of phone calls, trying to find out where the needs were and how we could possibly respond. Thankfully, we had a good stockpile of supplies here at the mission already. And within about 24 hours, we were already delivering those to areas in need. We were driving around to homeowners, uh, doing what we could just to at least assess the needs. We couldn't get to some areas 
for right. a good 36 hours just wow. because of the landslides. The roads were blocked. The trees were covering uh, the areas. And we couldn't call a lot of people because the power and phone lines were also down. So right. it was just initially trying to locate the people who had the greatest needs. And that was difficult because in these back mountain roads, uh, many of the areas were inaccessible except with a UTV or some type of off-road vehicle. Hmm. It was a challenge. But we were just doing everything we could to communicate and, in addition, continue on with the current ministries we were uh, doing at that time. We were feeding kids. We feed about uh, 600 kids every day with lunches and so many other things we were continuing to do in the midst of this disaster that was happening all around us. Mm. Talking to Kevin Rogers, he's the director of Big Creek Mission, and uh, we're talking here on Hope Reigns, a broadcast of 80s of Hope, the efforts that were needed after the flooding that happened in eastern Kentucky. And I get it. It's been you know almost four weeks since the flooding happened. The world's not talking about it, but Kevin, as you know, um, you know, the volunteers, I'm, I'm hearing stories and seeing stories every single day. God is moving uh, following this disaster. I hate disasters happen, but what a great time for the church to step up and say, you know what, we're not looking for any fanfare. We're not looking for a pat on the back. We just want to love and serve the brokenhearted. And Kevin, what, what your camp did, what, what Big Creek Mission did, and by the way, if you're listening today, go to Big Creek Missions dot com mission dot com not plural big creek mission dot com but what you guys did by saying yes to Ricky Ricky Russell one of our volunteer leaders helps lead our rapid response arm is you open up the door for hundreds of volunteers to come serve your communities who otherwise would not have been able to come hmm. and so thank you publicly I know we had a chance to speak off air we've been trying we've been playing phone tag and I know you've had some voicemail issues and and it's just it's hard to to to, to get a hold of everybody. But what Big Creek Mission did with Eight Days of Hope, you not only said yes to the facility, but Mike, I was telling this off air earlier, this is our 67th disaster in Mm -hmm. in 17 years. This is the first time ever in 17 years where somebody said, you know what, don't bring your feeding team. This is what we do. We want to serve you as you serve the community. I mean, Kevin, talk about a big heart, brother. Thank you so much. (laughs) You know, we always kid around when you go to Eight Days of Hope. It's like eight pounds of hope because you eat really good. Well, I was warned by Ricky today that it was like 16 pounds of hope down there because you guys were feeding them really good. Thank you, brother, so much. Well, it is our pleasure to serve in that capacity. We, Upon initially hearing about the floods, we were trying to figure out what we're going to do. Mm -hmm. Our summer session was to end just a few days after the flooding happened. And over the summer, we've had 1,500, 1,800 volunteers flowing through our building, serving the community. And knowing that our summer season was ending and we were going on break, Mm -hmm. we were trying to figure out how we were going to respond just with a few of our staff here. And then when I found out about the possible partnership, it it, it instantly hit. We knew this is what we need to do. We can feed people. We can house people. We can guide people in the community. And at the very least, uh, we just wanted to bless the people who are coming to bless our people mm. and bless our community. And we've done our very best. And we hope that your teams have left here knowing that we're thankful. Oh my gosh. We have been blessed by your presence. And the, just a quick funny story, Steve. As I watched your orientation video, I feel like we've met already. <laughs> yeah. Every to watch your orientation yeah, there you go. participants. And I hear you speaking about the heart of this mission, and it, it aligns perfectly 
with what we say every time we have a new group coming in here. Uh, people over projects. Amen. People over projects. We hammer that so often. We're not coming in here just to move trees and to fix homes and to clean things up. We're serving these people. They are broken. They are hurting. They are in need. Their lives have been shattered. Eight Days of Hope is coming to share hope. And our motto is simply sharing hope in Appalachia. That's oh what we gosh. do. We want to share the hope of Jesus Christ right here. And we uh, have been so blessed with so many volunteer church teams and mission teams that have come to serve here at Big Creek Missions. And your team has been yet another that has been a huge blessing mm. to this area. Well, praise and God. We well, Kevin, we're going to use that soundbite in our promotional video to try to get more volunteers to come join us, man, because, you know, I, I, Mike, I say this every week on this program. When ministries work together, we are better together. Oh, come on. And, and you know, and, yeah, and, and, absolutely. I, and Mike, you know this because we've been friends for many years. Kevin, you don't know this, but it was probably the third year of Eight Days of Hope. I was leading a, a national uh, building material corporation. I was leading Eight Days of Hope as a volunteer, of course. This is back in 2018, 19. And I had to repent. I had to go to the board of directors and the leaders. All of us were volunteers and say, you know what, guys? I've started to become, um, I've become the guy that has been so so into promoting eight days of hope that I'm forgetting why we do what we do. Mm. And we need to find a way to play better with others and serve with others and provide equipment to others, even if we don't go. And, and I love when Big Creek Mission and eight days of hope, they come together, not for a pat on their back or not even say, oh my gosh, you guys are all stars, but people saying, but God, <laughs> but God, this is the only way this can work is but God. I'm telling you, this is, this is amazing for me to listen to this because here it is. Uh, is there a duplicate of a Steve Tiber in another <laughs> yeah, area, yeah. or a duplicate of a Kevin Rogers in another? Yeah. Uh, you guys are so cut out of the same cookie. It's amazing. My heart's jumping with joy that there's somebody else, other part of the country, doing the same thing. But what it is, I think you guys have reached out, grabbed the hem and the garment mm -hmm. of Jesus, and answered the call. You know, they're, they're, you, don't, you don't, as we said earlier, you don't wait for the funds to come in. Whereas there's a need, you stand up and do it. Mm -hmm. Kevin, you have done that by we're going to feed you, we're going to house you, we're going to take care of you. And what a partnership. It, it's amazing. And here's what the world doesn't know. Kevin, you know, we, 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 we normally buy our food from U.S. Foods. We bring it in. We bring a feeding team in. There's a cost sure. to that. And Kevin's like, you know what, guys? If you want to make a donation to help us pay for our food bills, great. Really? And there was no like you got to sign on the dotted line and it's forty eight dollars a meal and sure and, and I need a check in advance. He's like, hey, God's moving. We want to be a part of it. Uh, and Kevin, we are we are going to send you a check to reimburse you for food. But if you're out there listening today and if you heard and you've heard about these Kentucky floods, I'm going to ask you to do something different. Very rarely do I do this, but I want to do this. If you're listening today and you're like, you know what, I want to make a difference. I can't go. Um, you know, it's, I, this is a busy time for me. Kids are going back to school. Kids going to college, whatever. Make a donation. But you know what? Don't make a donation to us. Don't make a donation to ADs Hope. I'm going to ask you to do something. Go to Big Creek Mission, BigCreekMission.com, and send them a gift. Say, you know what? We appreciate yes. what you're doing in your community. Yes. Don't send it to us this week. Send it to them. Send them $50. Send them $100. Send them a $10 gift and say, you know what? I can't be there. I don't have a lot. 
BigCreekMission.com. Can they donate on your website, Kevin? I hope they can. I just gave it out. <laughs> yes, they can. Okay. <laughs> Good call. Uh, thank you so much for that. It is Big Creek Missions with an S. It okay. is plural. Okay. Uh, but we're, we're, we're thankful for that. And the Lord has provided for, this is our 20th summer of serving our 15th year full-time, and the Lord has continued to provide year after year after mm. year. And uh, it's through people like you, teams like yours that have come here, that we're able to continue to serve. We never ask for a handout. We, mm. we don't beg people for money, but we prefer hands out serving. Hands blessed by the Lord to go out in this community and love on our people and show them the hope that is in Christ. And as their hands are out serving, the Lord continues to provide through every person. So we're thankful for that um, and for any support. You know, honestly, I'm going to put in a shameless plug here. Um, after this disaster, the initial news media has moved on. In fact, the Walmart parking lot last week was full of feeding trailers and all the big right. companies sending right. their big corporate labels out there to serve. Hmm. They're all gone. Um, all the big corporations are gone because the news has left. There's no more news coverage. So they don't really care. And they've forgotten. Big Creek Missions will be here. And we're going to continue serving these people, mm. and I know many other missions and ministries in this area are going to continue serving after all the initial response teams right. have moved on. Mm. So we would wow. be thankful for any support. And if your team, your church, your mission wants to come down in the future, check out our website. Everything we do is by donation only, and we trust the Lord to provide. And we just are thankful for hands out serving this community mm. that is in great need. And it, more now than ever. We're thankful for every set of hands that the Lord provides for us. Big Creek Missions, plural, BigCreekMissions.com. Again, make a donation today. Uh, they very quickly, and this is kind of our MO too, Mike. Right. You know, we said yesterday to Kentucky, we hadn't raised a penny yet. And we start moving <laughs> equipment, and not because we've got it all figured out, but God's Jehovah Jireh. And God yes. is going to provide for Big Creek missions, and God's going to provide for Eighties of Hope, and God's going to provide to His people when they step out in faith and serve. So again, if you're listening today, make a donation today. BigCreekMissions.com. Support them and what they're doing. Hey, Kevin, we're going to take a quick break, but can you hold on for just a couple more minutes? Absolutely. That's the right answer, brother. I love it, man. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. What do we do, Mike, if sometime I ask somebody and they say, no, I can't? I was just going to ask, say that. What, what do you do? Oh, my gosh. Hey, um, thank you so much to some of our national partners. We go on a moment's notice because we have 19 partners, Mike, that help cover our fixed cost. Mm. And I want to give a shout out to Renaissance Bank. They're a publicly traded bank based in Mississippi. They have branches in multiple states. Thank you guys for supporting Eight Days of Hope as we travel to love and serve the brokenhearted. I also want to thank New Point Community Church up in Ohio, the chapel in Western New York, and also our Savior's Church in Louisiana for being partners of Eight Days Hope as well. To, to see our partners and maybe give them a shout out and a thank you, go to our website, 8dayshope.com. Just scroll down on the bottom. You'll see all of our partners right there, like Grace Church in Houston as well. Hmm. I got 19, some of them. In. 19 I got five partners. of them in, Mike. You did. You did. <laughs> Next break, they'll go get a few more in. <laughs> I hear you. Hey, when we come back, we're going to talk to Kevin Rogers. He's the director of Big Creek Missions. And again, BigCreekMissions.com for more information about that ministry or to donate. When we come back, though, we're going to ask him to share one God-sized story from the last three weeks serving in Kentucky. When did he see God move when maybe he felt like, oh my gosh, what do we do now? 
We're going to hear that story in just a minute. Thanks for joining us. I'm Steve, hanging out with Mike. You're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Hi, this is Steve Tiber with Eight Days of Hope. Do you know the fastest growing crime in America and across the world is human trafficking? We're talking about millions of lives, even children. You know, I know it's not a fun subject to talk about, but God has called the church to take off its blinders and end this human tragedy. And this isn't only just happening in Las Vegas or New Orleans or overseas. This is happening right here in our backyards. You know, God has opened the door for us to partner with existing ministries across the country who are serving survivors of human trafficking. And for 14 days and sometimes longer, we take skilled volunteers, tradesmen and women, come together to help build or remodel facility for free to provide a safe place to get the emotional, physical and spiritual healing that survivors need. This year, we have projects around the country. We're going to be doing framing and drywall, painting, electrical work, and so much more. And so if you're skilled in a trade, please contact us at safehouse at 8dayshope.com or for more information, go to the website 8daysofhope.com. 8 Days of Hope is supported by a combination of donations from listeners and business partners like Provia. Provia is a manufacturer of residential doors, windows, siding, stone, and metal roofing. Provia is committed to serving their customers and sharing Christ in order to let our light shine before others so they may see our good works and give glory to our Father who is in heaven. More about Provia and their products at provia.com. When I'm walking through valley your presence is around me because nothing stands between me and my god and the fear that was my prison is no longer where i'm living because nothing stands between me and my god there's no place i go that he is not where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. We'll be dancing through the darkness, cause we believe it. Every stronghold has to break at the name of Jesus. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Josh Baldwin singing There is Freedom, a new song climbing up the charts. Mike, we like yeah. listening to Christian music. Oh, all the time. You know who I talked to yesterday for about 30 minutes was Ben Fuller. Did you really? Yes. Do you know his song is number nine in the country, Who I Am? And okay. also, he was the number one AC uh, adult artist on Billboard something or other last... I just saw that yesterday. Uh, I didn't know that, but yeah. that song is still climbing. It, it was, is. It was 12, it was 13, yeah. now it's up to 9. Yeah, yeah, he's Phenomenal. doing well. Great song, we great talk, guy. Uh, he's, he's on tour, he's he's hitting the Christian music festivals. Uh, some of our volunteers met Ben down in Laplace, Louisiana, Easter week, when we helped 132 families rebuild their homes after Hurricane Ida for mm-hmm. free, all in the name of Jesus, right? Yep, yep, yep. And then he was up in upstate New York in Buffalo and uh, with our 80s Hope Buffalo fans and Kingdom Bound, and yep. he's been in Christian Music Festival. He starts a tour this fall with Zach Williams. Does he? And he said to say hello to you and all of his friends at 80s of Hope. Well, I'll tell you, he's the kind of guy that could just come to your house and you sit out in the backyard and cook a dog on a grill or something and just have some great time of fellowship. He's a... Awesome, awesome guy. BenFullerMusic.com for more information about Ben. But, hey, we're talking to Kevin Rogers today, um, who's the director of Big Creek Missions, BigCreekMissions.com. They said yes to Eight Days of Hope without really, 
you know, it's not like we had a deep relationship. But Kevin, <laughs> how did you hear about Eight Days of Hope? Was it Ricky Russell, one of our leaders, reaching out to you, or did someone help connect the dots? Well, I believe this is, it's been a month. I've slept a few times. <laughs> yeah. Not much, but I've slept a few times. Uh, I believe it was either John Tidwell or uh, Ricky who, who contacted me initially and okay. said, hey, we're with this random organization I'd never heard of before. No joke. <laughs> I, I've never heard of Eight Days of Hope okay. until I got a, either a text message or an email. And he said, can we stop by on Saturday and check things out? Like, sure. I got plenty of other things I need to be doing, but sure, oh. whatever. We'll, we'll, hmm. we'll try to spend the time. And as we were unhooking our generator um, in our parking lot, because we had to set up a generator for a couple of days to keep us going, uh, as we were unhooking the generator, Ricky pulls in and begins to share who Eight Days of Hope is and who you serve primarily. We began to talk. We looked at the facility, and he said, you know what? Uh, We have to make a decision of where we're staying because most areas in this area – or most facilities in this area either have no water or no power. We were blessed to have both at that time, or very early on in the disaster. We were very thankful to have water and power back. And Ricky said, later that evening, we would love to stay at your facility. Mm. The least we can do is to support you and to feed your people, because that's what we do, uh, feeding our mission teams and sending them out of the community. It was a great partnership. Because we were going to be understaffed and overwhelmed with needs had eight days of hope not arrived. We're, we're a relatively small organization. Our staffing is, is relatively small, but our teams that come in make the mission what it is. They bring the power. And all of our teams were leaving for the summer. And then eight days of hope arrives and begins to serve immediately. And our community is very organized, very professional, very kind. Friendly. Oh, good. Uh, they laugh a lot, too. There's a lot of laughs. <laughs> well, good. We, Mike, we taught him something, didn't we? We didn't teach him anything. These, these volunteer leaders are amazing, and you've met some good ones. Ricky Russell, and you probably understand him because you're from Kentucky, because he's from Kentucky, and there's some times I need an interpreter with Ricky. I love him, but, man, I'm like, Ricky, what are you saying, brother? What are you saying? Yeah, we, we need interpreters sometimes around here, but it's okay. He, he's from western Kentucky. We need an interpreter from eastern to western Kentucky, too. So. So, well, Kevin, okay. Kevin, share a God-sized story, something that God did, how he moved, and, and only as he can move. Um, I, I know there's been a lot of destruction, of course, unfortunately, in a big way, loss of life. But God shows up in our darkest moments. Share a God-sized story from the mission field. There are so many, uh, you know, from, from God providing supplies, just the overwhelming amount of supplies. And God providing a network of leaders in our community, not, not the high-up officials, but just local leaders who are stepping up to serve. We're trying to work together to coordinate resources to serve. But one story sticks out that it just touches my heart every time I think about it. Uh, as our teams, I think it was some of our people with your people, driving around in a, a lower area, an area called, I believe, Squabble Creek, I believe is the name of it. I hope I'm correct here. As they were driving around, they stop at this one home, and they drop off supplies, and they begin to talk with this man, and they offer to him help. They say, we're here to help you. We're here to help clean this up. We're here to help you recover from the flood. And he responds with these words, which will, will stick in my mind forever. He said, you know, 40 people have driven by here and dropped off stuff and offered stuff and they're willing to donate stuff. But you 
are the first ones to stop and actually help my time. Mm. That is a testimony. That mm. is true. That shows the difference between a true, a true Christ follower who's willing to get out and serve, put their faith into action, and somebody who just wants to take a selfie and drop off a few things. Yes, those goods help. Those bottles of water help. But when a person's home is utterly destroyed or is unlivable, they need more than just a bottle of water. They need hands. They need help. They need people to sacrifice their time, not just a case of water. Mm. And we're willing to put Christ followers and and get their faith put into action, seeing them out serving this community. And for that, we're very thankful. Mm. That one story has kept me moving and kept us Mm. moving because our people are out truly, legitimately helping those in need. Mm. We're just thankful, thankful, thankful for every one of your people who has given their time and their resources Mm. and their vacation time from work to come down here and serve and put their faith into action, spending time with these homeowners, sharing the gospel with them, and loving them in Jesus' name. We are just so thankful for that. Mike, we we, thank you, Kevin. That's, that's, That's a great story and one to hold on to because... Unfortunately, after disasters, there are people, not everyone's motive is pure, that, again, either want to self-promote or promote you know, their business. And, and again, and I get it. I mean, resources are needed. Sometimes, Mike, and you've been there. You mm-hmm. know, I'll never forget you know, seeing you in Panama City after Hurricane Michael. Sometimes people just need a shoulder to cry on. They just want That's to it. talk to someone. And, and someone like you and I, I mean, we'd like to communicate, but sometimes they just want people to listen. Yeah, absolutely. You walk on... The grounds, and even before you pick anything up, they're they're sharing their story, and their tears are flowing. And listening, um, just give wrapping your arms around them. You know, I have a picture that I look at every once in a while. My wife and uh, a homeowner, she comes out, and she says, "I got to tell you, that's all she said." And mm. the, these two were embracing and and just in tears. So. Uh, it's very special. Like, let me ask a question that's kind of bounced in my brain, Kevin. Um, where do you see this? I mean, from where it has started, wh- what does this look like in the next two months, three months? Um, what are your plans to still continue to put this community together? We There's a lot of uncertainty. Uh, of course, FEMA right now is bringing in temporary uh, living arrangements, trailers, and other places for people to live. And there's a severe shortage of places for people to live. Okay. So what we're doing even today is we're trying to refurbish some campers and camper trailers for people to live in. Mm, they don't want to keep their property. They don't want to move into a FEMA trailer camp somewhere at a school. They want to stay home on their property. That's where home is. Mm. And I understand that. So we're trying to figure out a way to keep people housed on their property, whether it's camper trailers. So many are living in tents right now because they have nowhere else to go. Uh, There is a pride in Southeast Kentucky, an attachment to home in Southeast Kentucky, and these people love their home place and they don't want to leave it. Mm -hmm. So we're trying to figure out ways to find housing for them, even if temporary, on their home places. Uh, because many of them are not city folks. They don't want to go move into a an RV park or somewhere where there's a bunch of people. Mm. So it's, one, we're going to continue to clean up, and then two, we've got to find housing for people in rural Kentucky 
that will accommodate their needs and desires. It's, it's very difficult, very difficult mm-hmm. to figure out the next steps for how we recover from this, being so rural and with a different type of culture here. Talking to Kevin Rogers, the director of Big Creek Missions, and again, more information about the ministry or to donate to Big Creek Missions, go to bigcreekmissions.com. They've been partnering with Eight Days Hope over the last three weeks, serving families in need in eastern Kentucky following the floods of a month ago. And you're probably, you know, you might be driving down the roads in Iowa or you're in, uh, you know, Kentucky somewhere, uh, and, and you're not near that area, and, and you didn't realize that the need is huge, and it is huge. And the news cycle is so different than it was 10 years ago when we all read newspapers, right? Uh, there's instant news, but it, the good news is it's people find out very quickly. The bad news, it has a very short life cycle. Mm, yeah. And so don't forget, people in Kentucky need help. This is a disaster. You know, Mike, a lot of times I get interviewed because of what we do in our experience. You know, I tell people that there's the three-year, five-year, and 10-year disaster. Mm. This, is, this is three to five years, I think, to get eastern Kentucky back where it was prior to the flood. You know, the Hurricane Harvey's, that's a 10-year disaster right. because you just can't wave a wand and fix it. And I don't care if you're you're on the left side of the political dial or the right side. No president or governor can just wave a wand and fix everything. Mm. But this is where God is calling his people, Mike. Yes. He's yes. calling you and I as Christ mm. followers. Mm-hmm. He's calling the Kevins of the world saying, you know what? I just can't sit here and do nothing. I can That's pray, right. I can volunteer, I can and donate, donate. Right. I'm going to make a difference. And what he said, Mike, his God-sized story was, it was the hands and feet of Jesus. Right. Someone literally picked up the phone or mm-hmm. went to the internet, signed up to serve with Eight Days of Hope. They got connected with Big Creek Missions and Kevin. They drove right. around, and they used their feet to be a glimpse of Jesus. Mm. That's so needed after these disasters. Action, action. Uh, faith is action, and that's what... The folks, when they come out to serve with Eight Days of Hope, I'm sure the, the folks that come out uh, to serve with Big Creek Missions, S, with an S, <laughs> yeah. uh, that's what it's all about. Really, I mean, that story ri- is riveting me. How many people drive by? And, you know, mm. I'm sorry, I wish I could, you know, and you know, but get out of your car yeah. and actually move things. That, sure. That's incredible. Sure. What a story. Kevin, we got to wrap up, but how can we pray for you and Big Creek Missions as you navigate the next X amount of weeks and months and even, you know, into 2023? Well, several prayer requests, first of all, would be prayer for our staffing, uh, prayer for our staff that we can continue uh, to meet the needs here, that we're aware of the needs, that we can go to the people with the greatest needs and respond. Of course, prayer that God provides the resources. And and I know God will do it. He always has been Mm. so good to us to provide exactly what we need. But most importantly, are going to be these teams that will help us provide labor and assistance to people. Our mission survives on mission teams coming to serve with us right. in Southeast Kentucky. So our prayer is that now more than ever before, churches, youth groups, adult groups, Sunday school teams, whoever it might be, just family sure. units, will consider serving on mission with us. I don't want to steal people from you, Steve, but there are <laughs> enough there are enough. Christ followers out there Amen. that can mobilize to make a difference here in Southeast Amen. Kentucky and wherever the disasters may be, we must move for His glory and for the benefit of those around us 
Let's move. So our prayer is the Lord moves people down here to Kentucky, whether it be for a week or a month or for a lifetime, to help meet needs right here. And Steve, I'm so thankful for your missionaries and your team members. Every single one of them has, I'm getting teared up, every single one of them has been such a blessing to us, an encouragement Mm. to us. we're we're a little bit tired right now, sure, but they have sure. continued to smile and encourage. They've picked on us a little bit too, uh, and we love it. Oh, we love it. <laughs> We've had such a good time serving the Lord and serving Amen. this community, and we're thankful. Oh. So thankful. We're thankful for you, Kevin Rogers, and yes. Big Creek Missions, Eastern Kentucky, Big Creek, Kentucky. Uh, so thankful for the partnership mm-hmm. between. The Ministry of Big Creek Missions and Eight Days of Hope as we serve families, uh, week number three, uh, serving families in need in Eastern Kentucky. Brother, we, we're just about out of time, but we can't let you go without praying for you. And so, Mike, sure. I, I, I know that I saw you writing down some of the prayer requests, sure. uh, as I did, but can, can you lead us in prayer, Mike? Absolutely. Father, I'm just going to agree with what Kevin has brought forward and his staff has already prayed for. Yes. We pray for staffing. We pray for an increase of staffing that has the passion uh, to want to serve to the level that is needed. We uh, we pray that the, the staffs be able to really see and meet the needs of that community. Yes, resources. Thank you, Father, for the resources that Kevin will not have to worry about. It will be just flowing in. The teams provided uh, for labor and, Lord, the ability to just touch people's hearts that they come to this Kentucky area and serve with all their heart, soul, and mind. Thank you that Kevin Wheelie lays his head down on his pillow at the end, uh, end of the day, knowing that he serves a God that has provided all his needs according to your riches Amen. and glory in Christ Jesus. We thank you for his servanthood. Keep him strong in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Mike. And, and Kevin, the other thing I'll be praying for um, Sometimes I'm just driving down the road. I don't shut my eyes, but I just do these short <laughs> prayers. And one thing I'm going to be praying for, because I've been there, where your body's falling apart, you're exhausted. Oh, by the way, you have a family, you have other things going on in your world, right? Sure. Your physical health, your emotional health, your spiritual health, your finances. But I'm going to be praying for a season of rest, that when you get the four and five hours of sleep, it feels like seven and eight, brother, because this is a marathon. I mean, there's no quick fix here, but without you, Kevin... Without Big Creek Missions, Eight Days of Hope could not be in Kentucky. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And thank you for your support and your prayers and for the people that you have sent to serve our area. Mm -hmm. It has been a blessing to us. It's been such a blessing. BigCreekMissions.com if you want to make a donation today. BigCreekMissions.com. Again, they said, hey, we're going to feed you. Don't worry if you want to settle up with us down the road. Great. Send us a donation if you want. I mean, no strings attached. We just we want to serve with you. And again, Kevin, thank you again on behalf of everyone here at 8 Days of Hope. God bless you, brother. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Mike. Mm-hmm. Kevin Rogers, the director of Big Creek Missions. Mike, we've only got a couple minutes. Goodness. First of all, he could probably do this radio show because he gets it. I mean, he really does. He understands that it's not complicated. And he hit on something I've seen a lot of disasters. And I and I try to coach our volunteers. Be careful when you start taking pictures of people's property that's, that's destroyed and, and they're there. I mean, it's almost like going to the zoo and looking at the animals. I mean, that's mm-hmm. just not a good look for the Christian follower out there. Sure. If, if you're going to go and you want to document because you want to raise money or support, that's one thing. But then get the person's name and then find a way to love on that person. Sure. Because, I mean, right now you have a lot of brokenhearted people in Kentucky. Absolutely. And I read something on his website that they intentionally stay away from that 
selfies, and they mm. didn't want their name attached to it on certain t- uh, occasions okay. because they just wanted to be serving. And, uh, you know, <laughs> if there's ever a Steve Tiber duplicate <laughs> in this world, oh, you guys are cut out of oh, the same man. cookie. But, you know, with, with that said, I mean, it, they are finding ways to connect the church Mm. Connect the church, connect groups, connect, and 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 that's that's what it is all about. Get the church motivated to get out and serve. And so, so anyway, just hats off to what what uh, what's happening in that area with Big Creek Missions. You know, Mike, we've been down there for three weeks, and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of volunteers have showed up to serve with Eight Days of Hope with the volunteer leaders. Thank you to our volunteer leaders. Mike, we, we took in bobcats and, and bucket trucks and mm-hmm. feeding trailers. We took our laundry trailer. Oh, that wow. laundry trailer has been used nonstop, providing mm-hmm. just a simple thing that we take for granted, clean clothes. That's right. And so I want to thank the prayer warriors out there for Eight Days of Hope. I want to thank those who've given to the ministry of Eight Days of Hope. Know that if you gave money two years ago when we when we bought our laundry trailer, or this year at our year-end giving, we, we bought a second and built a second laundry trailer. Okay. We couldn't do this without you. That's right. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you so much for sowing into the ministry of Eight Days of Hope. Again, if you want to become a monthly partner, boy, we would welcome that in a heartbeat. The unique thing is when you give to the Ministry of Eight Days of Hope, 100% is passed through to families in need. You can do that online at 8daysofhope.com, 8daysofhope.com. It's easy. It's simple. It's fast. Uh, Become a monthly partner, $20 a month, $50 a month, $100 a month. You know, maybe skip one lunch out or skip a cup of coffee. Send us that six dollars a month, right? Oh my gosh, some of these coffee places—they've gone up. They're feeling pretty good about their coffee, Mike. (laughs) It's amazing. You can donate online at eightdayshope.com, or you can mail a donation to PO Box three two zero eight. Tupelo, Mississippi, 38803. That address is on our website and our Facebook page. Mike, we got 30 seconds. Any closing thoughts? You know, it's just encouraging to my heart when you see what's going on in our country, in our world, to know that folks are stepping up and coming out and just giving of their time, giving of their lives, mm-hmm. giving up of their vacations uh, for no other reason but th- to serve. And it's really exciting for those that are serving Jesus. And that's that's what the bottom line is, serving the Lord Jesus by serving mm-hmm. one another. Come join us. Sign up for our email alerts at 8dayshope.com. The first time you go to the website, it'll ask you for your email address. Submit your email address. We're not going to blow it up every month asking for something But whenever God opens up the door for us to serve somebody like we did here in Kentucky, you'll you'll be invited. We'll invite you. It's free. We provide food and lodging. Again, go to 8daysofhope.com. Hey, next week, we are so, I mean, Mike, we're in hurricane season. We are. And so just be ready, saints. I'm praying that this will be a very low-key year, but unfortunately, we are in a very unique season. So um, if you're looking to volunteer with an organization, think of us, 8daysofhope.com. Again, if you want to give to Big Creek Missions, go to bigcreekmissions.com. So thankful for some of our national partners, like Barnes Crossing Auto Group down in Northeast Mississippi with locations in multiple states. Thank you, guys. Appreciate your support. My name's Steve, hanging out with Mike. You've been listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of 8 Days of Hope. Thanks for listening to Hope Reigns from 8 Days of Hope. Come back next week for more God-sized stories from across the country. To listen to this or a previous episode of Hope Reigns, please visit our show archive at 8daysofhope.com.